This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network. We're going to be joined next hour here by our Odyssey NFL insider, Brian Baldinger. Insider calls presented by BetQL. BetQL here to make us all better through real proven analytics. Bet smarter, beat the books, download the BetQL app, or visit BetQL.com today. So Baldy will join us uh, about 20 minutes from now. We'll get to a little uh, lightning best where the show ends. And of course, nickel or dime. But Cody, we got to have, have a little fun discussion here. Cody Decker, Joe Giglio today on the show. Walk-up songs, the best ones ever the best ones we like and really not just baseball all sports but but Cody you could speak to this so what would did you have a single walk-up song did you have multiple walk songs how did Cody Decker do this I did it I did so it many different so ways so many different ways when I was in college I had one walk I had one the whole time the just whole one time. and I heard it trailer from Sin City I heard it in a movie trailer from Sin City, and it was a instrumental version of a song called Cells by a band called The Servant, and it took me time to find it, and I mean a lot of time. Once I got into Pro Bowl, I started just picking around songs. I realized early on that if you're playing in a stadium that's got a lot of fans, you want something that they can kind of get along with and something they kind of want to interact with. So my first uh, full season, when I first had like a real walkout song, I walked out to TNT by ACDC all season. Really lazy walkout song, but the crowd in Lake Elsinore, they loved yelling, Oi! 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 When I came to the plate. So that was kind of cool to me. Uh, I was always a big Guns N' Roses fan. So I, I there was an in, there was this version of uh, a song called Shadow of Your Love where Axl Rose just opens up like, Wake up! It's time to play! And I always loved that as my introduction to come to the plate. I walked out to Cult of Personality uh, for a, a season. I walked out to the Doctor Who theme when I was playing in uh, Tucson. When I was in uh, El Paso, Texas, I wanted those people to like me. So I walked out to Lowrider and it worked. You have an El Paso, um, Texas shirt on today, by the way. I do. I do. This is a bat company out of El Paso, Texas. You can check it out. It's pretty sweet. You know what my favorite walking song I ever had was? And it truly was my final walkout song I used for my last three years was a cover by Guns N' Roses by the meat of the meat puppets, uh, Ain't It Fun. But my favorite walkout song was right here. And you better believe I played that guitar riff every single time as I walked to the plate with my bat. It was awesome. I loved it. And I had a couple other songs on my list that I wanted to do. I really regret not walking out to Ninja Rap, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. That was heavily on my list. I never got around to it. 
Now, let me ask you this. Did you ever uh, continue or, or get away from a song based on performance, right? You're in a hot streak. You keep a song going. You're in a slump. You change it up. Did you do that? I'm ashamed to say yes. Of course. I did it. We all did. Trust me. If you think players don't think they're walk-up songs all day long, they do. Every player in that dugout has got a full playlist of 100 walk-out songs. The moment they have an O for game, that song is gone. I'm not surprised. Baseball players, all athletes are superstitious in a way, so that doesn't surprise me. All right, a couple things. My baseball career ended after high school, but... I did get married, and that was my chance to have a walkout song. So my wedding party on my on my at my reception, we walked out to the Chicago Bulls entrance, the Alan Parsons Project series mm-hmm. song, and we did it like 1996. That's right. I I think the way we we're trying to remember exactly how it sounded, but so like when the the wedding party was announced, it was like their height and then the college they went to, like right, Michael Jordan, six foot five, North Carolina, blah blah. So it was like blah blah blah, six foot one. Uh, you know, whatever, University of North Carolina, like whatever it was, wherever they went to school. So that that was pretty cool. Um, what Which ones are your favorite ones over the years across sports? Because the one that I think, there's a couple of really famous ones, but my favorite one and really the, my favorite story, Mariano Rivera, right? You know, Enter the Sandman, which was just perfect because the game, like he put everyone to sleep. Like he threw the same pitch. He was this quiet, unassuming guy that just mowed everyone down for 20 years. My favorite part is of the Mariano Rivera thing, when they started to do this with entrance music, they went to him, the Yankees, from what I've heard the story, they went to him and they asked him, like, what did you want your walkout song to be? And Rivera's first instinct was he wanted, like, this Christian rock music. And the Yankees were like, all right, maybe we'll just pick for you. So, like, the Yankees picked the song for Rivera. That was not his choice. Otherwise, it would have been something the opposite of, of cool. Like, it just would have been, like, some song he liked, but no one else would have got into. Instead, it became you know, enter Sandman, the game's over. So if you are an East Coast person, you always think when you think of closer walkout songs, your first thought is always enter Sandman. But if you're a West Coast person, your thoughts are two songs. You're either hearing Hell's Bells for Trevor Time in San Diego. And I, by the way, San Diego was ahead of its time in the 90s with Trevor Time. Lights going off in the stadium, Trevor Time flashing everywhere. At that point, that never really happened. And then everybody kind of started taking that mold and using it for their closers trevor time that place was electric especially in that 97 98 years when they made it win to the world series um also los angeles eric gagne when he came to the mound with uh uh, coming out to guns and roses uh welcome to the jungle you would never seen a bigger madhouse than chavez ravine celebrities would come out wearing their game over t-shirt i remember got in a anthrax right behind home plate going crazy about Gagne. He was wearing a shirt of him, going nuts, singing along to uh, Welcome to the Jungle. I was watching the lead guitarist of Anthrax sing Welcome to the Jungle because Eric Gagne was going to the mound. It was awesome. couple things on Gagne. I don't know if there's ever been a more intimidating walkout moment than when they just put the lights off and they flashed game over. Like, like, that was like, when you think of that, it had to get into the heads of the other players. Like, forget this is not just some, this is not just music, guys. The game's over. Gagne's coming in. It's over. And for that year, I think it was 03, The game was over, Cody. That's one of the great relief pitching seasons we've ever seen. One point two ERA, fifty five saves, struck out fifth. Like, strikeout rate was different than in 03. He struck out fifteen batters per nine innings. That's like you know we watched. I mean, guys like don't even most guys don't even do that now. And he was doing it in 03. 
And that's the height of the steroid era. Now I'm guessing and kind of have a feeling that Eric Gagne was juiced up as much as other guys, but whatever. Like in the height of the steroid era, to get that many outs and to be that good, the Gagne thing was pretty awesome. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, and I, I keep in mind about the steroid era. I never look at anybody and be like, oh, juiced. They were all juiced up. Every one of them. I'm never going to put. That's why I hate when the people say Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, he should. Why are you making him a pariah for an entire thing of what they all did? Because he was the best one of them? Come on, that's right. ridiculous. If he was but to get back to the best of all the cheaters, just put it yeah, down. Absolutely. But other walkout songs throughout sports, like the reason I thought of this was because I finally watched Malice at the Palace. And it was interesting watching uh, players on the Pacers talking about Ben Wallace. And they said, well, and you go to Detroit and he came out and they did the announcement of Ben Wallace. Like we got chills. Like that's how like intense it was at the Palace when Ben Wallace would do his walkout. And you got to say, it is serious. I remember going to Laker games growing up and just hearing the announcer, and now, and you just lose your mind when Kobe Bryant comes out. Yeah, you know what? There are those, the basketball superstar, the bull stuff, and then the baseball entrance. Like, that's what you think of me. You think there's two ones, two, two of the batters that I think of. Like, when you say this to me, like, who's your favorite entrance songs of all time? Like, who stands out? Uh, Big Papa for Big Poppy, which was just perfect. Mm-hmm. And then I always think about uh, Ioannis Cespedes used to come out to the circle of life, the Lion King. <laughs> it made me laugh every time I heard it, like this, this huge slugger coming out to the Lion King song. And then, you know, Cespedes was a fun player for about three or four years. Then as he, f- he fell down a hole or something. Or that hole On stuff? his ranch or something. It was like he stepped in a hole and rebroke his ankle while he was farming. He broke both ankles. He broke, which I, I don't know how anyone does that. Like, how do you break both ankles at the same time? And then he That's came back. Last, well, yeah, I guess I, I'm not a rancher. And then he came <laughs> back last year. And then he like leave. I think he came back last year, played like two weeks. And then like, they couldn't find him. He went AWOL before a game. And then he's like, yeah, I'm opting out. I'm, I'm over. What a strange yep. career. Greg, I mean, he was a tremendous player, but what an odd career. I mean, he's he had a he had an odd career, a good career, odd career. But his to say that he had a good career is kind of an understatement because he's got a fleet of Lamborghinis now. So yeah, he had a decent career. By the way, back to walkout songs. You know what's very interesting about walkout songs when they go the opposite direction rather than being pump up. What if they're awful and absolutely get you out of it? And I have an example of this. I had a teammate that honestly, and I'm not kidding, this was when I was at UCLA. This player's name was Eddie Murray. No relation. This guy, Eddie Murray would walk up to the plate our freshman year of college to R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet Part 1. He's literally walking up to the plate just to nine o'clock in the morning. I'm just sitting here. And we're and he loves it. And we're singing like, 
Wow, that just took down the whole mood of this game, huh? That's not a walkout song. No. I don't even know what the, like the Trap in the Closet series, I don't even know how you would describe it, but I know one way I wouldn't. A walk-up song. For- <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. The other one, by the way, I don't know who sings. I'm not a big country fan. So if anyone's a country fan, please chime in. Uh, you know that song, Hey, Brother. Do you care about one another? You know that yeah, song? Yes. I despise, I hate that song. I think it, I, it's just the worst song. You know who hates that song more than me? Jeff Brancourt, who was my teammate in 2014. Nick Ahmed, shortstop for the Arizona Diamondbacks right now. Gold Glove winner. Going to probably be leaving the Diamondbacks soon. Probably going to sign a decent contract somewhere. Good ball player. Nick Ahmed used to walk out to that song when he was in AAA Reno, and it was a nightmare because he used to milk it. This was before the AAA put in the the clocks that you had to get to the plate. You had to get the plate in 15 seconds. He would take a full 30 seconds to get to the chorus of that song, and you could always hear from right Jeff Brandor, "Hitting the balls, this song sucks." Did, did now? Do you say something to a teammate with a bad walk-up song, or is that his? Like, do you have to leave him alone? Like, everyone gets their own, and you got to respect each other. Or do you say, like, "Hey, Nick, like we got to do something about this." It's got to be really, really bad. All, the, the worst ones are the guys that don't want to be playful. Like, we would do things like we'd make all of us have the same walkout. We did wrestling themes, and the guys who would be like, "No, I got to have my walkout song." I'm like, dude, would you grow up? It's a song. Yeah, like, it's not that big of a deal. As long as it's not trapped in the closet. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, who cares? I can't believe the closet is bad. The closet. That's ridiculous. Not, it was horrible. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I remember I was sitting next to Brandon Crawford, who was my teammate at the time. He just looks over. He's like, is this, is this real? He's not. He's kidding, right? I said, no, he's dead serious. Yeah, that, that is ridiculous. That, that would just drive me crazy. Coming up next. Baldy. Brian Baldy is going to join us. Talks of football preseason. Week two started last night. A lot of games tonight. Tomorrow, we'll get Brian Brian Baldinger's take on all of it. BeckQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BeckQL Network.